Hello, and welcome to The Bright Podcast. We're building and refining individuals through education is our mission. I'm Jamie Burno. And I'm Stephanie Burno. We are a husband and wife team that is passionate about bringing you the latest information when it comes to health, fitness, and personal growth. So sit back, relax, and get ready to be inspired. This podcast is brought to you by Burno Bodies. We offer cutting-edge strength training online programs and customized nutrition plans to help you succeed with your fitness goals. Check us out at burnobodies.com to get started today. Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of The Bright Podcast. Today, we are talking about something that is important to me and important to Jamie, And before we get started, I just want to say, first, we are not doctors, we are also not counselors, but we have done research on this, and we are just bringing you the latest um, news about this. Um, The reason why I lead with that is because today we're going to be talking about depression, and depression is not an easy topic to cover, but we felt like it was important. So here we are. So don't shoot the messengers. This is just information that we've researched when it comes to some causal effects to depression, whether they could be internal or uh, external sources of depression. Uh, One thing that we wanted to talk about in particular that could be a uh, causal effect is nutrition. So I think some of our podcasts have been a little bit hard um, because we're just very blunt and and we're just telling it from the facts of what we know and the research that we've done. And so that is what we're going to keep doing on this podcast. Yeah, for me, I think uh, nutrition just plays a big role with just your overall health. Um, Last podcast we talked about... uh, High performance, and one thing they stressed uh, about was just your health and getting your health in order. And so this kind of transitions into uh, nutrition and how poor nutrition could affect your health and your uh, mental health. I'll be honest, this topic came up probably over a month ago. I we were just discussing new topic ideas and we have a blackboard in here where we keep a running list of things we want to talk about. And Jamie brought up the idea of nutrition and depression. And he had said that he found some research about how nutrition is, can be, and is directly linked to depression. And that was not well received by me. And I'm telling you, I was very upset when he brought this to my attention. Like, how dare you say that my depression is directly linked to my eating? And I was pretty upset. Um, However, I had a little moment where I took a step back. I did some research of my own and came to terms with the fact that Yeah, it's actually true. You know, a lot, we're not obviously not saying that every form of depression, but we are just saying that you can help yourself by eating a better diet and some of the research that we found through this. So 
so kind of diving into it uh, as far as the nutrition, how it correlates to depression is the, the inflammation that's caused when the immune cells attack the bacteria cells in our gut. And that releases what's called uh, endotoxins. And it also releases these um, cytokines, which are pro-inflammatory cytokines, or they're also known as uh, inferon gamma. And they actually did a, a study on two groups where one group was actually injected with these endotoxins and cytokines. And um, the biomarkers showed elevations of inflammation in their blood. And then this group also had feelings of depression, uh, anxiety, uh, and social withdrawal. Um, these endotoxins will also travel through the uh, blood-brain barrier. And that can affect the dopamine levels in the brain, uh, which are lowered. And that also decreases like our reward system. So it decreases the uh, uh, reward pathway. And also, you don't have that feeling of excitement. Uh, the cytokines also uh, cross through the blood-brain barrier as well. And that disrupts uh, dopamine levels. It lowers the release of uh, norepinephrine. And um, that can play a, a major role uh, as far as your energy. It diverts, uh, norepinephrine usually mobilizes energy, so it diverts blood flow from like your non-essential organs to your skeletal muscle for like your fight or flight response. So if you don't, if you're low in, in, in norepinephrine, you may not have that same response that you would normally have in some sort of uh, situation where that's needed. And as far as the other group with the placebo, they didn't see or feel any symptoms uh, with any type of depression or anxiety. And then uh, after the study was done uh, that was injected with the endotoxins, they actually uh, gave them about a high dose of uh, EPA or your omega-3 fatty acids. They gave them uh, like a high dose of like two grams, and that seemed to alleviate all symptoms of uh, depression. So essentially what he's saying is think about it as if it's a car. If you're giving your car the best fuel source, it's going to run better um, than if you give your car like a not good fuel source. Um, something about the serotonin. So obviously the serotonin is super important and it helps to regulate sleep, appetite, mediate your moods. It inhibits pain and 95% of serotonin is produced in your gut, in your GI tract. And like Jamie talked about, there's a bacteria in your gut and we need good bacteria in our gut but what happens with this inflammation and with a poor diet it causes um, bad bacteria to kind of take over and they they cause a, like a barrier so that serotonin can't get through um which is obviously a very big problem. The, in a study, it said that people who take probiotics, they have lower levels of anxiety, perception of stress, and a better mental outlook um, compared with those who do not take probiotics. Jamie, do you take a probiotic? I do. I take uh, quite a bit a day, and then I also take some 
digestive enzymes as well to help me with, you know, digesting all the protein I have to eat every day. But um, going back to uh, inflammation, I mean, we're not saying that, you know, to cut out all sugars and junk food altogether, but it's the chronic inflammation where your body is just constantly fighting um, off this inflammation. So it's just like in this constant battle where inflammation is, it's attacking its, your own cells and organs. And if it's in this chronic state of stress, uh, eventually that can lead to diabetes, uh, renal failure, kidney failure. Um, it can also lead to uh, chronic obstructive pulmonary disease. So chronic inflammation, I mean, they're doing all these new studies and it's just been shown to be just a major cause of all these ailments. So the nutrition seems to be a big cause of that. So it's just what we're putting into our bodies has a, just a devastating effect and we don't see it or really feel it until later. It's like a silent killer and something else that it also does to us. It, uh, it, it can cause um, chromosome damage or DNA damage if it goes after the um, the telomeres, uh, which are these protective caps at the end of our chromosomes. They kind of protect our DNA. And um, they've done studies on groups where they're fed, uh, you know, poor diet. And another group was fed a healthy diet and led a healthy lifestyle. And I believe it was a four-month time span where they looked at the chromosomes of the telomeres and, and it showed uh, severe shortening. And so it, they aged uh, like 10 years than, they, than the other group that led a healthy lifestyle. And, and so you need these telomeres to be lengthened and you can actually lengthen them by uh, eating uh, better food and, and exercising. I think the main things that I learned are people are often low in B vitamins and then the fish oil or omega-3 and then also the amino acids. Those were the main three that I saw that people were low in that were linked to depression. Something else... um... I just looked at real quickly is that uh, uh, they talked about people not getting enough vitamin D and they're uh, just from the sun. The, the best way to get vitamin D is through the sun. And, but they say 70% um, of people are deficient. And I remember getting my blood panel done and I was low in vitamin D and vitamin D is, is very essential in, in producing uh, cholesterol and other hormones and it's also it it uh it's responsible for 900 different gene expressions in our body um so that's important to supplement uh vitamin d3 is actually easier to convert uh than vitamin d2 and i take about 10,000 iu a day but if you ask a doctor that's probably too much they said anything over 10,000 if you are deficient in calcium it, it could be too much so just check with your doctor before you take that much however 
many of you know that I work night shift and that is something that I need. So I do take that much as prescribed by a doctor. So, um, I think that it's important to note that when we're, that there are different types of depression. Um, and I think that diet changes is not going to change everything for everyone, but I do think that it is a good starting point for most people. I think that, you know, some people do need other medications to help them get through some really hard times in their life or what have you. But I think that the base starting point, a really good starting point is a foundation of good, solid nutrition. If you can build from that, then you will be, you'll feel better. And maybe you do need to go on some medication prescribed by a doctor to help you feel better. However, you're still going to have this great nutrition in the meantime. And usually if you're eating poorly and you, that causes more depression and then and that uh, leads to eating even more poorly, and it's just this endless loop. I was reading something, and I've also thought this myself, like which came first, the poor eating or the depression, which led to the poor eating. So which came first, it doesn't matter. The important thing is to stop that cycle and to make the improvements necessary. They do know that, the inflammation does lead to depression uh, just from the studies uh, they've done with these these study groups and um, just the the stress as well Uh, the the brain is actually connected directly connected to the gut and can cause chronic inflammation just from stress Uh, there's this nerve called the vagal nerve where how we deal with stress can also cause the same release of endotoxins in these cytokines to be released into our bloodstream and, and cause this inflammation. So one way to counter that is by exercising. Right. And their meditation also helps with stress. They, You know, one thing I, I read I thought was interesting was how meditation can actually increase the length of those telomeres on the on the chromosomes of our DNA. So see, another good reason to spend some time meditating and exercising. Yeah, and that's something I probably should work on, just meditating. And I've tried it, but I have too many thoughts coming to my mind. And I know there's a method where you have to just let these thoughts go and constantly say the word release. And that seemed to have worked when I went through that High Performance Academy. I mean, it's not so much of... It's letting the thought come to you and then letting it go, like acknowledging the thought and then letting it go instead of dwelling on that thought because you don't want to try and block the thought because that makes you think about it even more. But if you let the thought come, you accept it and then move on and just kind of let it go. Yeah, I think just uh, meditation just relieves that stress. I do think that breathing helps. It's also good for depression as well. Another thing that I've used to help with depression is journaling and also my gratitude journal as well. Um, Writing things down seems to really help me and put things into perspective. I, it's probably a little bit difficult for Jamie to 
I'm sure he's had some depression, but I think it's also hard for him when he sees me go through my depression episodes that I've gone through in the almost 10 years that we've been together. You know, there we were listening to a podcast and Dr. Phil talked about people having just hard times in their life, which causes depression. And I do think that's so true. We talk about major depression disorder or MDD. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Um, They talk about that, but then how many other people are just going through a really hard season and they're depressed by this really hard season that they're going through. And so maybe they need... Um, diet changes. I think diet changes overall is obviously very beneficial. Um, but some people may need to go on medication for a short period of time to help them get to the next stage. Something I do want to mention is about alcohol and depression. Alcohol is a depressant. If you are depressed, do not drink. Really, we don't want you drinking at all. We find no benefit in that. Some people resort to the bottle when they're depressed and that just worsens it. It really does because it's just making you more depressed because it's a depressant. So if you look at drug categories, as Jamie knows, way more like intricate than I know, but it's a depressant which causes you to be more depressed. Yeah, they say... uh Anything more than like seven glasses of alcoholic beverages a week can cause chronic inflammation and uh, which causes depression and other ailments in our body. So if you can lower the amount of alcohol, that would be beneficial to your health. And then, you know, people are just so used to their way of eating if you can make just small changes, you know, yes. nothing completely radical where it's just, you know, where you give up so quickly, but small changes over time. And really that's a big difference. That's what we do as well. We are strong proponents of flexible eating and just um, kind of tailoring your nutrition. We're not saying you have to cut out all sugar, but you can limit it. Yeah, the key is to stay away from the chronic inflammation. So, you know, refined sugars every once in a while, you know, treat yourself by all means, but just don't make it a habit where your body's constantly fighting this inflammation and and then your your, uh, inflammation is attacking its own body. I think that when people are stuck in what I call the bad place, that's what I call depression. It may you may have depression episodes that are yearly, and that's all. That's oftentimes called seasonal depression, which usually happens in the winter time. So I did a lot of research a few months back about seasonal depression and how why that's a thing. And one of the big things is because there's less sunlight. Less sunlight, also less vitamin D consumption. So ways to help that, there's some blue lights that people recommend, but also going back to making sure you get enough vitamin D. 
making sure you're getting your omega-3s, making sure that you're getting your B vitamins, making sure you're getting your amino acids. These are all easy changes to make and then refining or limiting your amount of refined sugars, limiting your amount of alcohol. How many people do you think we've made mad with this podcast? Oh, probably a lot. You still see, I mean, I see tons of uh, posts where they're so proud of their alcoholic consumption. They take pictures of their beers and their, their well drinks and everything else. Like it's awesome, but it, it kills me every time, you know, especially when they're into health and fitness and they're bodybuilding and then they're drinking every day. It just doesn't make sense to me. They're taking two steps forward and three steps back with alcohol because it's, it's so counterproductive to, to muscle building. It's counterproductive to a lot of things. Yeah. Um, and uh, another thing when it comes to health and uh, stress, uh, one important thing um, is make sure you're getting enough sleep. They've done studies going back 50 years on sleep studies, and you need a minimum of seven hours. Anything less than that. Uh, you're not, uh, your brain isn't, uh, functioning at its, uh, full capacity. you're not making the, the correct decisions. Um, your impairment they say is about drinking th- three beers. If you get less than seven hours of sleep a night and it's chronic. Uh, another thing why it's important to get that much sleep is, uh, for your brain to clear out am- amyloid plaque and, uh, what your brain does during sleep is it swells up a little bit and it uh, it kind of fills with uh, spinal fluid or brain fluid. And this fluid is responsible for cleaning out uh, these tau proteins and uh, amyloid plaque. And, and if you have too much amyloid plaque, that's a cause for Alzheimer's and dementia. So that's why it's important to get that amount of sleep because you don't want to end up with some sort of uh, disease like Alzheimer's where it's slowly killing off your neurotransmitters because the amyloid plaque gets, gets in between your synaptic gap where your your brain cells aren't firing or communicating with each other. And um, so eat right, exercise, get sleep. Are you, tr- I mean, was that directly pointed towards me because I definitely don't get enough sleep? That is actually something I'm trying to work on yeah. because when I, I work nights, I flip back to days, I definitely don't get enough sleep. That is something I'm actively working on, making sure I get seven hours of sleep. Yeah, sometimes it's beyond our control, you know, with work and everything else, but do what you can to get uh, at least seven because... and. Th- when I used to work with people, I would tell them I would get eight hours of sleep and they looked at me like I was lazy and crazy. And, uh, they were so proud that they only got four hours of sleep a night. I seriously know from a personal level that when I get less sleep multiple days in a row, I feel less edgy. I mean, I feel more edgy. I feel less energetic. I definitely feel more of the depressive symptoms. And I, according to some research, it it does correlate. Like there is definitely a correlation between less sleep and depression. So these are all huge links that we're throwing at you guys right now. Yeah, exactly. It's the small things that make a big difference. Obviously, if you are dealing with depression, 
if you're having thoughts of suicide or wanting to harm yourself or others, please see a counselor. You need more than just changing your diet. However, diet changes are important. I feel like seeing a counselor is amazing for no matter what point of your life that you're in. doesn't matter if you have depression or not. Going to see a counselor is an awesome place to just be, talk about things, kind of get a different perspective. I think it's good for couples to go so they can have a third party, just maybe they need some help communicating or, Hey, have you guys thought about doing this to help bring a different perspective or balance to the relationship? So there is no judgment. If you go and see a counselor, that is awesome. I've seen one myself and I just want to encourage you all, those of you who are fighting with your own depression to keep up the good fight. You've got this. We've given you some excellent things that you can start doing, um, changes that you can make to hopefully get you on your feet. Yeah, and they say it's good not uh, to go just see a counselor or psychologist or psychiatrist if you're, you know, feeling uh, less than mentally healthy. Uh, sometimes it's good just if you are in a good place for mental maintenance. Exactly. Go and get that little maintenance check. Like I was saying, just to see like, how can you level up? Maybe there's something that you could do to make yourself even a little bit better. Yeah. You can always pick a doctor's brain and see, you know, what are the things you could be doing differently or better for your own life? I think that today's episode has been really hard for me to talk about, but also really good. This has been a scary episode to make something that I've been putting off. I did not want to have this conversation, which means that it's very important for us to get out there because obviously I know that I'm not alone. I know that I'm not the only person who deals with depression. And I know that with these tips that we've given you, you guys can work things out and you guys can get better too. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next time.